Blog Talk Radio.
been church and they left the church, guess what? You need to come on back. Jesus is waiting for you. This is also for the unbeliever. You definitely need Jesus. And where can you find him at? Right in the church. Come on. Come and knock on the door. Come and knock on the Mm-hmm. 
I've been asked to do a spiritual warfare prayer. And I'm going to lay it down on y'all so y'all can hold your, hold your wigs and hold your... your, your, your mm-hmm. Drop it. Holy President got two pairs, Mr. D. Heavenly Father, we bow in worship and praise before you today. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and we claim the protection of the blood for our families and our finances, our homes, our spirit, our souls, and bodies. We surrender ourselves yes. completely in every area of our lives, and we take the stand against the workers of the devil that would try to hinder us and our families from best serving you. We address ourselves to the true and living God, and we refuse any involvement of Satan in his prayers and any of our prayers. But we would like to let Satan know that we command him and all his demon forces of darkness in the name of Jesus to leave our presence. We ask that we that we bring the blood of Jesus between the devil and our family, our homes, our finances, our spirits, souls, and bodies. And we declare, therefore, that Satan has no further worship, no further attack against our homes, against our children, against our schools, our workplaces. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, in our own lives today, we destroy and tear down the strongholds of the enemy. And we smash his plans that have been formed against us and our family. We tear down the strongholds of the devil against our mind today. And we surrender our mind, Father, to the Holy Spirit. Firm, Heavenly Father, that you have not given us a spirit of fear in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. And we refuse to fear. We refuse to doubt. We refuse to worry because we have authority. We have power over the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. We claim complete, absolute victory over the forces of darkness in the name of Jesus. And we bind the devil and command him to loose our peace, to loose our joy, to loose our healing and prosperity and for every member of our family for the glory of God. And by faith, we call it done in Jesus' name. We break and we smash the strongholds of Satan formed against our emotions today. And we give our emotions to you, Lord, and we destroy strongholds of Satan formed against our will today. And we give our will to you, Father. And we choose to make the right decisions of faith. We break down the strongholds of Satan against our bodies today. And we give our bodies to you, Lord. Jesus, realizing that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Again, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will bring all the works of the crucifixion, all the works of the resurrection, and all the works of the ascension of the Lord yes. Jesus Christ into our lives today. Yes. We surrender our life and possessions to you, Father. So we ask that you open our eyes and show us the areas of our life that do not please you. And give us the strength and the grace and wisdom to remove all the sin and weight that would prevent us from close fellowship with you. Work in us to cleanse us from all ground that would give the devil a foothold against us. We claim in every victory of, of the cross over every satanic force in our lives. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with thanksgiving. And we welcome all of the ministry of the Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Bless May the, the Lord. heart say amen. Yeah. Hey, that's what we're going to have to do. We got to know that we know that we know. That there is no weapon formed against us that can ever prosper. So y'all keep your heads That's up. Right. Fight like you never fought before because we the one got the power. The enemy is just a fake Amen. Don't y'all ever forget that. Oh, today, 
Before we get caught, we want to have a little news from uh, our sponsor. <laughs> well, I got Ain't news no for y'all today. I got I news. I got good news. Gospel. I got gospel, gospel news. news. The news for the day is y'all put your hands together for the 2017 Spin Awards recipient, Globe.
But I tell you, I've been knowing this young lady for most of her life. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. a wonderful girl. Wonder, and she has come a long way. I tell you, I am so proud of her. So I want to uh, play uh, Holy Ghost Fire because this is a girl that's on that got the Holy Ghost and she on fire. Not just for okay. herself, but for the, the masses. I'm telling y'all. So just keep your eyes open now, cause and listen, your ears open, cause we gonna bring her right back right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. Holy Ghost Fire.
virus yeah, yeah. I when you got a virtuous woman in the house right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. We're going to talk a little bit about Sherelle Lance. That was Groby Pope in the house. If y'all didn't know, now you know. Oh, holy God. Yeah. Mm. Y'all don't know nothing about that there. Now you do. It's all mm-hmm. right. Holy Ghost. Yeah. I y'all I can say. Holy Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told y'all I can say. Turn that okay. thing to no, don't, 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 don't bug her on. Don't bug her on because we, we got things to do. What are we on the air? Um, we on the air, so handle your bitch, I'm doctor. Project. Handle your bitch. I'm going to hook you up, girl. You going to call me right, that's, that's what you do. You hook her up. Show me up. Show me up. Don't be, a, don't, don't be, a, you uplift her. Don't be, don't be the down. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> That's right. A little less time. Let me tell y'all a little bit about our guest, about the author. Author, Sherelle Lance, is an author, a strategist, a motivational speaker, a philanthropist, a mother, an engineer, and a professional. She is a segment inter- industrial engineer for a multi-billion dollar consumer product company where she is responsible for leading long-term strategy, driving segment, performance, and sub- Solidifying funds for the business innovation supply strategy. She's originally from Miami, Florida. Sherelle has been most notably called by many who encounter her as a woman beyond her years. She is known for her intellectual curiosity, powerhouse writings, inspirational messages, and strategic mindset. At first glance, she is modest and humble, but this quiet storm has a commitment to develop with an unapparelled passion for people and experienced author engineer and strategist who is passionate about strategy development leadership coaching motivational speaking and philanthropy currently the author of leading feet book aimed at inspiring action through creating movement sherelle is also an advisory board member and outgoing director of phenomenal director of phenomenal women's health an organization aimed at developing total woman wellness. The organization focuses on empowering and equipping women with resources and tools for living well-rounded, successful lives. So we're going to introduce to some and present to others, none other than our very finest author, best-selling author. We're going to put it out there, author, oh, Sherelle wow. Lance. How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I understand. No, I I don't. I don't know whether to call you Miss Gloria or Gloria. What would you have me refer to you as? They call me Globy. Globy Pope, baby. But she she knows me as Gloria. But you know that's the glorious name. It doesn't matter how you put it. As soon as you got that (laughs) tail up in there. Oh Lord! They call call a lot of things, but you know. There's just so much history, and I have so much respect for her, so I just want to make sure that I, uh, you know, I give honor where honor is due. Oh, that told Tweety, I told you, that told that's my girl right there. See, I told you, oh, Lord, I think I'm sick. See, don't pay Sister Vanity no attention. She just, uh, you know, she's a clown of the show. That's she what we have for you. Right. Now, I ain't no clown, baby. I can get down. Me. But anyway, we want to uh, welcome you here to Glorious Gospel Vibe. And just looking at what I've been reading about 
you know, not only about what you've been doing, girl, you have been busy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. She's always been so quiet, but she's a motivational speaker. What? Mm. Oh. Won't he do it? I don't, you know? I don't even want to talk. How did you do it? <laughs> Give us a little background. Give us a little more background about who Sherelle Lance is and why. And then start off telling us why and what uh, pushed you into writing this book to help women. Yeah. Absolutely. So, again, as you mentioned, I am originally from Miami, Florida. I grew up, you know, with my with my mother, my brothers and sisters out of um, Carroll City, Florida, for those who are from Miami. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. I went on to school and, and did industrial engineering, and I've had a, I think by the grace of God, just a very um, um, – successful career I think I think it was definitely um, that's right it didn't come easy <laughs> it didn't come easy but um you know I truly believe that the experiences that God allows us to have when we're young form who we become when we get older and um Amen. along the Amen. Yeah, and, uh, along the way it hasn't been an easy journey but um I'm just a firm believer in God and he has had his hand upon me throughout the different places and seasons that I've been so I am. Um, mm-hmm. I've been. I've uh, worked as an industrial engineer, I, but in the background of all of my career aspects has been writing. I have done writing, or I've won various um, writing competitions from the time that I was seven. I think is the earliest one I have oh, on record. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and I just. My God. It's been. It's been the background hmm. of who I am, and um, the writing has actually kept me through many difficult trials and seasons throughout life. And as you've mentioned, for me, it, just the, the positivity has been, um, in terms of the uplift or upbeat, has come through my writings and just my relationship with God and my faith. And um, the book, Leading with Feet, which is the first baby of many. Yes, speak yes, speak I want to know what about this. <laughs> I've got to find out what, what, what uh, anchored you to this Leading with Feet. It says something about moving. Yes, it did. Um, so I'll tell you really quickly. Um, it came from a, a, a dry space. I sat at the, if you can imagine, just sitting, a young lady sitting at a gas station, pouring her eyes out. I had across all of my accounts maybe 78 cents in my, in my account. And in the back mm-hmm. was my son, and he was bawling his eyes out. And mm-hmm. I sat in this dry place, and most people that know me know that I tend to go through things quietly. Um, mm-hmm. and I sat there and I was crying and I said, you know what? I remember calling my mom as I was in a difficult space in life and I said, mom, I'm here and I don't really have anyone. And, you know, she knows me, I get on a plane and go. But, um, <laughs> in that season, <laughs> she said, um, I sat there and, uh, you know, just kind of crying and, and she said, you know what, baby, you take it one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time if you have to, but you keep moving forward. I remember mm. her speaking those words to me and, um, the very next day, I came up with a strategy to help shift my situation. I'm one that always looks for the light in any and every situation, and so that mm-hmm. became a catalyst for this particular book. And that was back in 2012 when I was on the brink of a divorce. And, at, oh, and from okay. 2012 to call it 2017, a lot of things transpired. The movement that I speak about in the book is one that I've lived through. So what I decided to do was – um, take what felt like a, an, a, a, a very difficult, trying time in my life. And what I was attempting to do was 
was to maintain positive energy, didn't want to be overcome by the situation. And I knew too much, too much about God to know that I was going to, you know, succumb to the pressure of the time. So I took on a half marathon. And what I realized is that the same struggles that you go through mentally in terms of overcoming things that you can't physically see, they're abstract, are the exact yeah. same challenges that you go through when it comes to doing physical feats. Maybe it's a fitness. My God. Maybe it's a half marathon or anything like that. But mm. that was the catalyst, you know, for the book. And what I found is when you create or when you keep movement in your life towards your goals or your destiny, you are able to achieve them. One, because the only thing that is stagnant is death, right? Everything else right. Mm-hmm. If it's going to acquire life of living, it's going to keep moving. And sometimes we get stuck in situations that were intended to be character, depth, or building for us to get to our next level. And so the book is one of which that inspires people, regardless of where, the, where you are, if you have an idea or a goal that you're shooting towards and you're just stuck in the middle, it's all about navigating that middle. If you're going through a difficult time and you're trying to see a way through, it's about navigating that middle. And a lot of times we tend to get stuck in the middle. I'm listening because that's kind of where I am right now in the, in the middle and I thought I was going to end up going backwards. Sometimes you you know when you get stuck in the middle, it's 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 determined. You're determined to go. You want to go forward, but sometimes when you're so stuck, you don't know. You some people end up going backwards. Yeah. You know, going yeah. back you, to where they think. Well, maybe I should have went back here and then try to go up there. But if you don't have no Holy Spirit or or, or, or the, the Lord to guide you yeah. or lead you. Then you got a lot of a lot of women and and men that stay stuck and they don't know what to do yeah. at that point. Exactly, and that's part of you know uh, what I talk about in the book is we talk about giving ourselves a chance, and I say you got to give yourself a push. You have to mm-hmm. you got to one know where you want to go, know the vision that God has placed on your life because if it's not rooted in Come purpose, if it's not mm-hmm. rooted in substance, it's going to continue to waver. But if you're rooted in your purpose and you know where it is that you're going, recognize that sometimes regression is necessary for progression, but you have to know right. where you're going in order to push through it. And to mm-hmm. your point, sometimes we, we, we kind of we jump off, and a, we jump off the plane while it's still in motion going towards our destination because it's going through mm-hmm. a tunnel. But if we stay yeah. on the train long enough, it eventually comes back through. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I'm listening to her, you know, when you first introduced, you said uh, motivational speaker, and I'm listening to her, and she really just a key a key or two from just going here and preaching this thing. That's what I was going to say, dog. This, this motivation you know, speaker, you, 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 you underrating yourself. Go on, say preacher, <laughs> speaker, evangelist. Stop, don't stop running from your calling. Just go ahead and call oh, it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll call it that. No, I just it's it's what's within. You know, it, it really is what's within. And um, you know, sometimes I, I always say you got to take yourself out of your situation to really understand why you're in it and yeah. being able to see your way yeah. through it. Because yeah. when you're in the middle of it, you're you, you blind. When you're when you in right. it, 
when you're in the middle of it, you're blind. You you can't see left or right, and all you just see and feel is that mess. Yeah, yeah. That's right. The obstacle. Well, that's you. That's you blind. I ain't blind. I can see it. He said, when you get to this place and it's hard and it's difficult, keep following the last instructions given. Because yeah. it's gonna to get tough. Don't take a detour. Don't, yeah. don't 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 jump off. Stay right there. Yeah. 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 Don't jump off the plane in flight. Exactly. And that's part of, you know, this this but I'll be honest with you. We all have ambitions and goals, and we have things that we believe when we were younger, even that we believe now. And mm-hmm. we tend to get stuck on what's the next step that I need to take? What? How do mm-hmm. I yeah. take this well. thing that just? How do I take this thing that just feels so big, and actually be able to execute it? And the book talks about exactly how you take those. How do you take practical steps, right? How do you take mm-hmm. and actually? pull something that feels abstract and insurmountable and bring it into step-by-step plan that you do. The key thing also is you have to be intentional. And I talk about intentional execution. It doesn't mean that you just waver, but you're intentional in your actions towards the goals that you seek. And then this is very simple and it's something that we can all do is take it, write it down, put it up somewhere to remind yourself because you are going to get distracted. Mm-hmm. There will be distractions. Especially when you get money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there will be distractions and things that try to sway you. That is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you say also, it says in here that you also co-lead for the women of Mars. Now, when I see yeah. women of Mars, I say, oh, Lord. She 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 don't went to the Mars. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> an internal organization. So explain mm-hmm. with me what you mean by internal organization with advanced yeah. leadership opportunities for women. So I work with uh, Mars Incorporated, um, which is if you're familiar if you're familiar with Snickers and Twix, and you're familiar with Pedigree or Temptations. Yes, so that particular company is who I work for. And Women of Mars is an an internal organization that aims at creating opportunities or um, identifying women for next-level advancement of leadership and just catering towards um, encouraging more women in the workplace. And so I co-lead that for all of North America Fat Care. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my mind and my, my being around this little bitty girl that I remember was about four years old. <laughs> and mm-hmm. now yeah. she is an adult yeah. with a mind, a good mind, and, and and just an instinct to want to be the best that she can be. And I am very proud of you, and I thank you for coming on thank Glorious you. Gospel Advice. We have a lot of women that's on today that's listening mm-hmm. in that we ask you to give them information as to how and where they can purchase your book. Give them the title of that book again because we want y'all to handle your business like we always tell you to do. Purchase. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you don't mind, could I leave a little piece with them? You go ahead. Preach on. Preach on. All right. This is something we can all do (laughs) right where you are. I want you to close your eyes. I want Uh you to close your eyes and picture a cool, dark place. 
you cannot see or feel anything beyond the dampness of the space. And with your Mm -hmm. eyes still closed, envision the dream that you always wanted to go after. What does it feel like Mm -hmm. to achieve it? How would your life change? What emotions do you feel? Now open your eyes. That dark Mm -hmm. place was a grave. And the life you saw and the dreams you saw were the life that you were due but did not quite achieve because you stopped too short of the pursuit. But why did you stop or why didn't you start? You see, your life is worth so much more than just the mere beating of your heart. Persist if you must, but just don't quit. Live on a deeper level than to just exist. You see, you've got this. And the wonderful thing is if you're reading this, you can still manifest your goals and live beyond the risk. That's a little excerpt from the book, Leading with Feet, Making Intentional Steps to Live Out Your Best. You can purchase it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books of Million. You can visit me on leadingwithfeetbook.com, author Sherelle Lands on Facebook, or www.charellelands.com. Awesome. And the doors awesome. of the church. Awesome. The doors awesome. of the church are open. Amen. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw myself break dance. When she said, "Open your eyes," I saw break dance. I said, "I know I can do it. I know I can do it." <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Help us, Lord. You're so welcome. Thank, you. so Thank you, Sherelle, so much for coming on Glorious Gospel Vibes, and all of you women, just check it out, purchase the book, download it, Amen. but just. Well, we usually tell you about the CDs. Don't, don't, don't borrow from Pookie and them and Shaquita and them. Download your own book. Buy your own. Mm-hmm. That's right. Tell them this again. Look, Not don't be trying to rob the preacher on her offering. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What's the title? I told y'all he ain't been no seminary school. He just trying. I go ahead, go ahead. You... It's leading with feet. <laughs> Making intentional steps to live out your best. Awesome. All right. right. We thank you, baby, for coming on. And you tell everybody in the family, I say hello. God bless you. And we will be purchasing that book. Don't forget, because you can share it. You can purchase it. And even if you don't want it or you don't use it, I know it's somebody in your family or somebody, a friend, or associate that can uh-huh. use this book, someone that can that want to uplift themselves and know that they've been stuck in a in a spot and they just need some godly wisdom and motivation. Yes. Here it is. God bless you. You have a blessed Amen. day. Thank right you. here. We right here. I am that I am. Jason Nelson in the house. Right here. Um
about to give birth to a baby she laughs but God responds and says is anything too hard for me and some of y'all have situations 
that look like they can't be fixed. But you have to understand that when I am is in the picture, anything is possible. I need you to look at somebody and say, anything is possible. So God says, no matter what it looks like, God says, you're overwhelmed. with pain but I am That's an awesome, awesome song right there, y'all. Woo. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I, I am. That's what he said. Well, you know, songs say I'm yours, but I am, yes. I'm yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He really say something like that. His song is I am. Where you get I'm yours? Where that comes from? That's that seminary speech. Uh, yeah, he is. I'm yours. Look, don't act like y'all don't know what I, what I meant. That's right. Something weepy. Oh, yes. Dr. Phillips, we got any black history on the on the on the docket today? You know what? I want to talk about for black history today. I want to talk about black history of 1982. For quick, right quick. In 1982, 1982, something happened to black people in America with a thing called Section Eight. It was an oh, economic. Um, <laughs> it was an economic attack through deregulation under the uh, Reagan administration, and it brought Section Eight into the black community. And what it did, it took wealth out uh, and progress out of the black community because the government could have had the Section Eight projects uh, separate from being in the basic community, and it drove rent up. So the average person that had to rent had to compete with now the government and paying fourteen and thirteen hundred dollars a month and the rent escalated and it took wealth out of the community while our leaders were quiet. It was an economic attack because there were many who saw it as an opportunity to get over, but they were not looking at the long time effects in the black community economically because you can't come up. You can't come up and compete with the government when everyone wants to uh, rent their homes uh, out under the Section 8. I want you to come up to the part of Section 8 financially. And that was a financial attack. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you notice, at that time, many pastors became property owners. They were not protectors in the community. And this causes a great effect to this very day on the black community when we're trying to start families and come up. You have you can't take a regular job. You used to could uh, take a regular job, uh, like my aunt and them, uh, they worked at the Dixie Laundry and bought houses and worked in a nursing home. But now you have to have a high-paying career. 
mm. and to come up. And so that's a black history, a, a modern, recent black history point uh, that I want to make as we look at what we're dealing with today. And these things have been coming against us economically for a long time. A and long most time. People don't look at it. Yes. A long time. Mm-mm. 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 Well, I sure hadn't. I, I mean, that's the first time I was ever, ever actually explained or I even knew about uh, how Section 8 came about. A lot of people don't really don't care. Don't really well, I know a whole bunch of people trying to get on it. whole bunch of trying to get on And if you are on Section 8, you must, and you're a woman, you can't be with your husband. Cannot. You can't. You 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 have to be almost in debt. If he makes um, a certain amount of money, which is already have you in poverty, you make him minimum wage, and he make a minimum wage, uh, they won't let you on. You got to be woman. You got to be by yourself. Because which means another way of putting a man out of the house, so I can get this free apartment. And, and right, our leaders, right. our leaders don't address that. They don't address it. But see. Well, so what would be the the solution? I mean, to all of the homelessness, and uh, you know, um, with these big families, with all these young people having all these kids, and not really what, having anywhere what, to go, and no no income to bring the you know to take care of the kids. Well, the solution. See, what we have to do actually, church. The the majority of black people's money is in church, and the churches yeah. have to stop being so selfish. And come out mm. and start pulling together because, because churches don't work together. Only time what we call our mega ministries work together is when they're having an air condition. Mm-hmm. But they don't work come together on, in our community. Now, I'm not knocking well, nobody. You know, that will do, Dr. Duke, you say that because you're a little small church. No, I'm telling you this prophetically. They don't work together for the betterment of our community. They don't work together to look at the social issues because once you stick your hand in that, then they come mm-hmm. looking at you. That's right. And that's been the problem. Well, well, maybe that's the problem because I was just going to ask. Because I remember at one point, like back in the mm, early 90s, uh, they were a lot of churches were talking about building communities where mm-hmm. um, they can, you know, house, you know, low, uh, not even low-income families, house families that were homeless, you know, mm-hmm. actually house them. And, and and calling it a Christian community where if if someone was uh, had a uh, maybe four five six children and and and, and a female even a husband and wife whichever and and you know counseling them and putting them in these homes and counseling them and getting them ready to go into the workplace you know give them some push yes but all of a sudden it just stopped cold you didn't hear about that anymore you didn't hear about building well, I'm gonna Christian tell you communities why. none of that I'm gonna tell you why. You know why? Because it wasn't a quick enough return profit. We don't do ministry anymore. We want a quick return profit just like the world. We're not looking at long-term generational things anymore. And they dress it up as being spiritual. I mm-hmm. have the same problem in my city. We don't look at that anymore. We don't want to hold nobody accountable because we in this whole false spirituality. Oh, just preach the word. Just preach the word. No. No. Because we're past that. The the, the property's not quick enough. But nobody wants to address that because that means accountability. Right. 
When it counts, they, 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 they blame it on the government because they want to say that, you know, the, the IRS is going to be on them and they don't have to do this and they're going to have to do that. And That's why they have taxes up in the church. We got mm-hmm. taxes. That's what taxes up for in the church. I say uh, give them back their tax exempt and start doing ministry. Then you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, you know. So that is our black history for the day, y'all. If you if, if, if mm-hmm. got any uh, feedback on that, give us a call three four seven six seven seven zero six four five right here on Glorious Gospel Vibe. But we gonna be up out of here right about now, right here on Block Talk Radio. We're glad to have you here, and we hope you will see you right back here next week, same time, same place, right here. You know, we don't, we don't yeah. talk proper. Show enough. Show enough. We don't talk proper on this broadcast. So right here on Glorious Gospel Bad. We're going to see you when we see you. And we hope it's soon. Say goodbye, people. Much yeah. Love. Say goodbye. Can you hear? Bye-bye. We'll see everybody later. Now, thank you, kids, prayer. Fred Hammond in the house. He's going to take us on out of here. We love you. God bless. Lord, we love you. Dear God, thank you for everything you've done for my family. Thank you for keeping us safe. You are good. Lord, we love you. Lord, it's been rough at times, but you helped us through. You are good. Please bless other families to make it through bad times. Lord, we love you. Lord, bless my dad, my mom, my sister, the president, and all my family and friends. Lord, bless everyone who hears this CD. If they don't feel good, please help them feel better. we love you. Bless our country and the troops, my school, and everyone's school. You are good. Yeah. We love you. And most of all, bless someone to be better friends with you because of my dad's music. You are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell the phone as you know we're not
change your tone. We're going to 